Right, if you would, you can go ahead and be turning your Bibles to the book of Joshua, chapter number 6. We're going to start in verse number 8, chapter number 6 of Joshua. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priest and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city, and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass... Um, it, sorry, I started in the wrong verse. But it, and it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests that blew with the trumpets, and the rearward came after the ark, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall ye shout. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, and they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets. And the armed men went before them, But the rearward came after the ark of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp, so they did six days. Seventh day they rose early about the dawn, dawning of the day, and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she had hid the messengers that we sent. And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest ye make When ye take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse, and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. So that the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him. And they took the city. Let's pray. Father, we do love you. We thank you again for this a chance to be in your house, Lord, just to um, hear the good singing that's been sung, Lord, and uh, just to remember how good you are, how merciful you are to us, Lord, just for working in our lives, Lord. We just thank you that you, you've given us this day, Lord, and that, um, Lord, we can gather together one with another as believers, Lord, and just uh, worship you. Lord, again, we just pray, pray Lord, that you would take these uh, simple thoughts, simple words, that, Lord, that they're your words, and Lord, you would burn them in our hearts, and um, Lord, just challenge our hearts with it today, and uh, we'll give you all the praise and honor and glory for it, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And I realize the time, I realize everybody's got four tired children and um, people who want to take naps, so I won't take long, um, but if you'll give me 10 or 15 minutes here, I'll just share 
with you what the Lord kind of put on my heart here. Um, and, and just to go back, we, we've read the account, obviously, where God gives instructions of what to do and the walls fall. Uh, but going back just a little bit, a few chapters earlier, uh, we see, if you go back and look, you see where Israel had just crossed over the Jordan River. Uh, God had dried it up, uh, pulled the waters back so that they could go across on dry ground and get to the other side of the Jordan. Uh, we also see where he had sent uh, Joshua out a couple of spies, and that's uh, when we're talking about Rahab hiding the, the spies. We see Joshua had sent a couple of spies out to spy out the land and see what they were facing. And then also, uh, we, we see the children of Israel, they, they make their way to Jericho, and then in this text, we see where God gives the instructions of what they're going to have to do. And if you think about this, you can stop me if you've already heard it, but this, this story has a parallel. God led the children out of Egypt. They crossed over the Red Sea and crossed over on dry ground. And, and they were led. He sent out spies to, uh, to go spy out the land and see what needed to be done. And only two of the 12 spies that Moses sent out came back and, and give a good report and said, hey, it's tough, but we can go in there and we can do it. One of those was Joshua and one of them was Caleb. Now we find, uh, we, we find the, the children of Israel, they're right back in the same situation that they were in. What happened after they, they crossed over and they, they didn't decide to go on and, and claim that land that God had already promised them? They wandered the wilderness for 40 years until that generation had died out all except Joshua and Caleb. They were the only ones who, who would make it across uh, up to a certain age. The, the young children were, who were under a certain age, they were able to cross over with uh, Joshua. But for 40 years, they had wandered in the wilderness. And here, God has led them out of the wilderness. Moses has died, and, and Joshua has been appointed the new leader of the children of Israel and here we are again, 40 years later, we've got the same situation. They've crossed over the river on dry ground. They're uh, facing the promised land, looking at the promised land, and it's time for uh, them to take what God has already promised them. And they've got a choice to make. They've got a choice that they've got to make. And we, all of us got choices in our lives that we have to make. We all face difficult circumstances, difficult lives and we all have choices that we have to make. And just like the children of Israel in, in this, this text, in verse 9 of the chapter, it says, Now Jericho straight, was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. So what they faced was when they come across, people had already heard, the people had already heard that the children of Israel had crossed over on dry ground, that the Lord, their God, had, had dried up the, the, the Jordan River they were able to cross over and they were afraid. They were afraid of this group of people, but more than importantly, they were afraid of the God that the children of Israel served. And, but, so they had the city shut up. So when the children of Israel got there, there's nothing but a big wall around the city. So they've got several options that they can take. The first option that I see that they could have took, number one, they could have just give up. They could have turned turned around and, and did what they did the first time. They could have decided that this is too hard, we're not going to do this, we're going to give up, we're going to uh, turn back and go the other way. 
And in our lives, we have those obstacles that come in our lives. Different challenges that come. And, and if you want a title of the message, maybe the title of the message could be when life uh, has you going around in circles. I don't know about you, uh, but there's been times in my life where it just seemed like I was going around in a circle. It was the same routine over and over and over. Didn't feel like I was... I, and I'm talking about in the Christian life. There have been times where I just felt like it was I was going through the routine of things and I wasn't able to move forward. Um, and, and you face that choice. What do you do? Do you go back? Do you go forward? How, how do you move on from that? Why would they have given up? Because they were tired of facing the obstacles that, that were in their lives. Every time it seemed like um, always something was always in their way. It seemed like there was always some kind of challenge. They probably wondered, why can't it ever be easy? Why come there's always something that we've got to fight or got to do and, and these different challenges? That, why can't it ever be easy? They could have taken that, that attitude of, of woe is me. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been there, the woe is me attitude. And when you get that attitude and, and, and you just feel like giving up, you think of all the different tragedies, the different things that have happened to you. And as many of you know, this has been the roughest year of our lives. We've lost loved ones in our family. The loss of my mama has been a big obstacle. And there were times that I did feel like giving up. I'll just be honest. There were times where I thought all the troubles that we faced uh, this last year had just been too much. The loss of a parent. Uh, the loss of a brother. Brother Greg was more my brother than, than a, a brother-in-law. He'd been there my whole life. But I know that those people would not want me to give up. And the children of Israel, I'm sure that these children of Israel, even though uh, they were the next generation, I'm sure that their parents, uh, the parents of those that did go on, I'm sure they remember sitting around and listening to their parents tell the stories of, of the promised land and, and having, uh, being able to lay eyes on the promised land and what God was giving them, but that they decided to turn back and all what they would give just to be able to go back and go to the promised land and see the promised land that God had promised them. And, but they can't. They can't go back. But they, they probably listened to, to mom and dad talk about all the good things that, uh, that, that were there and uh, that they heard from the different spies who had gone, all the wonderful things that there were. <clears throat> and I'm sure that they, they told the stories of of the ones who had gone on before them. And I'm sure they thought about their parents or, or grandparents as they got to Jericho and thought, I'm going to do this not only for the Lord, but I'm going to do this for them. You know, I, I, I think about my mom. I think about my brother-in-law. I, I think about different ones who have gone. But there are others since I've been in this church that I think about. I will never... I look at Miss Holly... And I see her mama. 
Whenever I look at her, I think of her mama. Whenever I look at Miss Lola, I think of Brother David. Whenever I look at Miss Hilda, I think of Brother Smokey. Those people will never die in my mind and in my heart. Their testimony will never die because I remember them. They live on because of the testimony they left behind. And I just think about that woe is me attitude. If you give in to the woe is me attitude, we'll turn around and we'll give up all the time. But the children of Israel decided they weren't going to do that. They may have remembered the past. They could have tucked tail and run. They could have uh, turned back to, to what they knew before, the, the wilderness. They knew what the wilderness was all about. They didn't know what this, this challenge was that they were facing and going ahead. But they knew what the wilderness was. And maybe they could have thought about going back, but they didn't decide to go back. They decided to move forward. So we see one of the options was they could have given up. Another option they could have taken was they could have gone forward without the Lord. Verse number 13, 6 says, And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But the rearward came after the ark of the Lord, priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And that ark of the Lord, the ark of the covenant, that was... Just the the glory of God was represented in that ark. And it said that the rearward followed after the ark. They followed after the Lord. And they could have decided on their own. They got this, uh, were told by Joshua what the Lord had told him, that we're to march around the city once a day for six days, and on the seventh we're to walk around it seven times. And they could have listened to what he said and thought to themselves, Let's go ahead and do this thing. Let's not do it the Lord's way. Let's do it our way. And even in our Christian life, when we're trying to do something for the Lord, we want to do something for the Lord and we don't wait on Him and we step out and you hear all the time, step out on faith. Well, yes, you can step out on faith. But if God's not behind it, good things aren't going to come out of it the way that you think they are. They they could have moved in their own power. That's what happens. We... When we move without the Lord, we move in our own power and things don't always turn out. Think of, of, of Moses when the children of Israel were um, in the wilderness and he smote the rock. See, he smote the rock before and water came out because they, and God had told him to smite the rock and he smote the rock. But then another time, he's angry. The Lord didn't tell him to smite the rock. He smite the, smite, smote the rock and water came out. But because of that simple act of disobedience and not doing it the way that the Lord wanted it done and not following after the Lord, he would never get to go step foot in the promised land. He would only get to see it from afar. He would never get to take that step. So he may have had good intentions of providing water, but he did it with the wrong attitude and without the Lord. So they could have went forward without God. But here's where we mainly want to go, verse 9 and verse 10 of chapter number 6. And the armed men went before the priest that blew with the trumpets, and the rearward came after the ark, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day 
I bid you shout, then shall ye shout. This is the third way that we see that they, they could have took, but it's the first way that we should always take. We should stay close to the Lord. That's what they did. They followed after the ark. They decided that they would do it the Lord's way this time. And they would follow after the ark and do what was, what was told of them and let the Lord guide their way. But not only letting the Lord guide their way, but as we see in that verse, in verse number 10, it said, Ye shall, shout, uh, ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then ye shall shout. And this is just good country way of saying it. The only way I know how to say it any better is keep your mouth shut and keep your ears open. Pretty much that means, um, how, how do we do that? How, how do we listen to the Lord? Many times we pray and um, we have... So things that we're wanting to, to, to pray for. We pray for this thing and pray for it and pray for it and pray for it. But we don't take time to stop and listen for God to answer the prayer. He may not answer it in the way that we think that the prayer should be answered. I know in, in, in my life I've seen that play out a lot. Uh, when Brother Greg got cancer and we thought he had years to live. Six weeks later, he was dead. But we prayed that it would, God would take that away. We, we thought we had options. We thought God would take that away. And we prayed for that. But God didn't answer it in that way. God decided to take him on home. Same with my mom uh, when he, he took her on home. You know, it, it took me a long time to, I say a long time, it's just been been this year, but it took me a while to see the good in what the Lord did. And I know that sounds strange to say, see the good in taking a loved one. But with dementia, her mind was fading in a drastic way. And there were lots of things. We read up about all the different things that happen when somebody's in that situation. All the terrible things that could happen. And looking back on it, the Lord took her pretty quick and didn't let her go through some of the things that uh, other people go through. I know that her only desire, as uh, she got dementia and didn't know who people were, her only desire was to come to church. Um, and not knowing any better, there were days where she didn't know it wasn't church day. She didn't know it wasn't church time, and she would get out. Uh, one time she got out on the road and started walking to church without any of us knowing. And we're, I don't know, 15, 15 miles away from here. She wasn't going to make it. And the Lord brought somebody that we didn't know. I don't know how this person knew where to bring her to. Somebody found her walking on the road about 6.30 in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, thinking she was headed to church and picked her up and somehow they knew how to bring her back home. I, I, only God knows, and, and that was a God thing. Um, I don't understand it. But if when we were praying for those different things, maybe if we'd just shut up a little bit and listen to God, 
and understand what his purpose is and what his plan is. He's got a different purpose and a different plan for us than we have for ourselves 99% of the time. We think we got it all figured out sometimes. We don't have anything figured out. We got to talk with God, but most importantly, we got to listen. We got to be able to take uh, when we pray to God and when we talk to God, when we read His Word, uh, even when we read reading His Word. That's how He speaks to us. It's through His Word. And a lot of times we'll get up in the morning. I say we. I, I'll use me because it's me. I, I use myself as the example. But a lot of times you get up in the morning and you read your Bible to say, okay, I've done my daily duty. I've read my Bible. But if we don't take the time to read the Bible, understand the words that he is saying and what he's trying to say to us as an individual. He's speaking. He's not going to say the same thing necessarily to you from the same piece of Scripture that he's going to say to me. It may be something completely different. It's, a, it's an individual basis. That's why we have an individual, you have to have an individual relationship with the Lord. And that's the only way that we're going to get it, is by getting in his word, studying his word, and, and letting him speak to us and listening to what he tells us. So they had three options, we see. They could have tucked tail and run and went back the other way. They could have went on without the Lord and did their own thing. They could have charged the city without the Lord being with them. And they probably would have miserably failed. Or they could have took the, the third option, the best option. They could have done exactly what they did and just followed the Lord. They followed him those six days. They kept their mouths shut like they were told. And that way that when Joshua yelled, it was time to shout. They could hear that it's time to shout. They let out the shout. And God took the walls down and they didn't have to do a thing. They just were able to march into the city and take it. And if we'll do the same thing, if we'll take the trials that are in our lives, if we'll take those and, and instead of dwelling on the bad, look for the good, look for what God has done in it, look for what God is trying to tell us through those trials. If we'll take those, put those in our heart, and just look to Him. I know we say a lot of times, let's just give it to God. And it seems like a hard thing to do. But if we'll just turn it over to Him and just let Him take control, then everything will work its way out. All right, thank you.